You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey there, listener. This is Randy, and we're back with another live episode. This episode is from April 30th, and it was streamed via Facebook Live and Twitch. That's right, simulcasting. At least for a little bit, we're opening it up to Twitch and Facebook Live. I know a lot of people aren't on Facebook, so if they want to check out the live streams currently, Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook Live and Twitch. Just go to those websites and throw a slash Grawlix podcast. But I wanted to jump on here real quick to let you know the audio quality of this episode, however, is not the greatest. It's not bad. But even for a live episode, the live episodes get a little lighter processing. Even for a live episode, it's not quite to where I like it. So just a heads up. Enjoy the episode. We're live. Oh, we live. We're live. You should do like live from. It's Thursday night. No, now they know where we live. Oh. Oops. No, now they know where I live. Was that no, answer? that's where I live, too. I live there, too. That's where I live. Oh, by the way, sorry, real quick. <laughs> she said, here I come. What the, what's up with the uh, the light now? They think they can just stop people in the middle of this speed trap? What? They put up a, they put up a, a stoplight. Did they? Yeah. When? I don't know, but it was there today. Well, not when I went down there. <laughs> I must not have drove all the way through town. <laughs> you went right through that light. Maybe. <laughs> What light? There's never been a light here before. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Savannah's, there. Savannah's here from Bellevue. Yay. Oh, don't tell them, Savannah. Don't tell them. Yeah. What is this? Like, give out all of our personal information day? Yeah. I hope not. That's a terrible day. Right? I agree. Okay, this needs to go over there. Okay, I don't know how to... Uh... Andrew, what's going on? Andrew, don't tell us where you are. Don't say it. Don't say don't... where you're at. Don't divulge your location. Everybody seems to be telling people where they're at. That's unnecessary. I got shorts on. <laughs> oh, wait. Say that again. I got shorts on. Because I'm a ventriloquist or something. A ventriloquist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mimic the sound of vans. That's what a ventriloquist like shoes? Yeah. Like yeah. Shoes? Yep. What are So, uh... Yeah, you get to see the behind-the-scenes stuff. This is stuff I got to do every time. <laughs> what are we talking about tonight? We're talking about some news. We're talking about some shows, some Netflixes. Yep, because that's what we got. While we're pimping stuff to our friends, if you guys in the chat uh, would be so inclined, we'd love it if you would also pimp this to your friends. Andrew, stop it. What do you say? Oh, he gave out his whole address. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he did. <laughs> oh, wow. did he, though? Did he, though? Clever. Clever twist. I Okay, I can't click on it or it'll show, it'll show it on the screen, but I want to search that address and see where, where that goes. Yeah, yeah me you too. Know, this Today, we at my house, we got a, a package uh, from UPS, and it was, I don't know if Gabe signed for it or not, but it was... A cooler, like a little um, styrofoam cooler, and I came in. I came in. I looked at it, and I'm like, "What is this, Gabe?" And he's like, "I don't know." And I look at it, and it's, it says uh, "critical medication," blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Huh?" And then I look at it, and it's not our address. It's um, was it like a neighbor? 
Yeah, it was the next, it was up the block. It was like a block away, but it was like the same, it was one number off. And so I like ran it up there and the lady, their lady, lady was on the phone with them freaking out because it hadn't arrived, but it said it had arrived. And she's like, what am I going to do? I, I have to have it. Blah, blah. I'm like, here it is. That's a, I mean, I can see how that would happen, but that's a major. Oh, I know the UPS guy came back looking for it. Major and issue. I, he had to have gotten in trouble for it. But I'm like, yeah, no, I already took it up there. So you're good. I did your job. Yeah. I found a dog. Oh, really? Yeah, outside of our house. The dachshund. Not ours, no. You're not gonna keep it? No. He he had he was like on a lead and everything, but like uh he didn't have a tag. I was like, how do you put him on a lead, know that he uh escapes on the regular and then not put tags on this dog? Mm-hmm. But uh apparently he uh he does this pretty regularly and Facebook is incredible for uh finding a dog's owners. Oh interesting. Holly didn't have to look very far at all. Somebody had already posted it. Yep. And we got him home. So that story had a happy ending. We once had a Dotson and it was fat. We had a lot of fat dogs, but Dachshunds are like, man, they are stubborn. They're mm-hmm. bossy little guys. Mm-hmm. Every every dog that you mix with one just looks like that dog has a Dotson. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a Dachshund in there at all, it's like, mm, yeah, there's some Dachshund in there you doing me oh i'm just making sure that the video posted right on the uh website i see i see this is stuff i have to do when i'm like don't i'm like keep talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, t- it's a little taking a little longer today though hey while while uh while we're doing we're doing some more uh the riffing um randy you've been you've been doing some skyrims on the twitches that uh, reminds me speaking of hey this is actually going out on twitch Oh, boy. Uh, for the next month until I decide I don't want to pay for this option, um, we will be simulcasting, I guess would be the term, to Facebook Live and Twitch. Mainly because, yes, the last seven days in a row I've been streaming on Twitch, uh, I've been playing some Skyrim. And I didn't want to break that streak, even though we're not playing Skyrim. But it- Could we also be streaming to YouTube at this time? Um, I'm limited to two. Oh, two. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But you know what we can do? We can give Savannah crap because she doesn't know what Skyrim is. It's amazing. How do you I not know. know? I know. That's what I'm saying. You know what? Speaking of YouTube, though, the replay will go up faster because Facebook really sucks in that respect. So I'd have to download the video and the video is all small. It won't let me have the HD version. So then I mm-hmm. have to do this whole process and it takes days because that's how long it takes me. Now I can just go export to YouTube and it'll do it on its own. So. Oh. It's good all around. I've yeah, that's it. nice. Is it worth $25 a month, though? I don't know. Well, you know, that is a question for our viewers. Our viewers who love us enough to go check out our Patreon page that's and I was potentially, <laughs> potentially wow. make sure that this never has to go away. Right. <laughs> Become a patron at patreon.com slash podcast. That's right. This is Grolix Nights, the show where we go live and then promote our stuff at you for an hour yeah and we're cheap too you get lots of good stuff real cheap yeah yeah ask math ask matt d almost said his full name he never does so i'm assuming he doesn't want people to know ask matt d he became a patron recently i'm sure he's enjoying all the fruits of our audio loins we <laughs> we put fruits on 
on the internet. <laughs> I feel like we almost I, that stopped Jesse. In <laughs> I really did. I was I was like locked and loaded until you said loins, and then that just threw me off. Like, whoo! <laughs> now I'm sweating. Whoa! Uh, it's been a little while since we put new stuff up, but there's over 60 bonus episodes, podcast episodes on Patreon. Um, so yeah, Andrew, Andrew, dude, no, I know. Andrew was recently a patron. And then stopped, and there was another person who was a patron for, of ours for a long time, and recently stopped. Dude, not like there's a pandemic going on. No, <laughs> get we, we totally get it. Get it. <laughs> totally get it. No worries. You're still a patron in our hearts. That's true, right there. As long as it leaves a list of people who used to be patrons. <laughs> yeah, because I will forget so, a name in a heartbeat. Oh, I was like, why? So then, after the pandemic, I'll be like, so. no Uh, patreon you know it's brought us it you know we have a little bit that comes in every month so that's awesome but you know hey i've got another idea you know if you if you can't afford uh the patreon uh in a month but you love comics and you're like oh i'd really love to support the grox podcast but i also love comics uh, there's there's a great humble bundle right now that is the entire The Walking Dead. That's that is pretty crazy. I actually need to yeah. update the website and put that. Um, put that well, I, I put it in the uh, I put it in the Grawlix podcast group before we started the stream tonight. So if you're curious about that, go to the Grawlix podcast group and uh, you will see the link, which is our which is our affiliate link. So if you click on that, you will get the entirety of The Walking Dead. And you're also going to help us out at the same time. Man, that's great. Oh, yeah. Mr. Warbler. Cool beans. Yeah. I will remember that. Thank you. Just, yeah. Just <laughs> there call you me go. Mr. Warbler. You won't forget that. Um, all right. So let's get to it. Okay. We're only almost 10 minutes in. Uh, do What do you guys want to start with? What we've been watching? Because that's just, I, I, we haven't like set up the next movie homework, I guess. So. Yeah. Let's do what we've been watching because we already talked about it once. So it's like kind of cleaning up. Just catching up. Yeah follow-up it's it's a i got nothing catchy for that yeah tv follow-up uh well one thing we've been watching jesse mentioned it last week he talked a little bit about it is the netflix series i'm not okay with this Mm -hmm. and melanie and i uh this last week binged it it is very bingeable but also the episodes some of them are seriously 19 minutes long so right between 19 to just under 30 minutes long each episode Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I liked it. I liked um, it a lot. Yeah, it was good. I'm excited to see where it goes. If anything, maybe it was kind of predictable, but that's me. I predict, I do that anyway. I predict everything. You predict the future. I do. As far as movies go most of the time. The ending was pretty unpredictable for me. Like I, I, I predicted everything to the dance and even at the dance, I was like, I mean, they kind of let you know a little bit, like at the very beginning, they let you know that something terrible is going to go wrong at that dance. Don't go to that dance. Never go to a dance ever. Um, But then after that, I'm like, what's going on with this? And then they hook you. They're like, oh, come on back for season two. I was uh, I was like, are they going to do a carry? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't want to get. Oh, yeah, I guess we probably shouldn't totally spoil it, but. What happens because it starts the series, the first episode starts off with a, her running in the street covered in blood. Yeah. It's like the first shot in like a dress. 
in a dress. So you know it's you mentioned Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad used to do that every season. They'd start with some big thing at the beginning of each episode that you don't find out like what that's a result of till the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew, not Matthew. Andrew said my wife predicted the ending, but I didn't. I suspect. I mean, I, yeah. I I didn't know exactly how it was going to play out, and most of the series, I was like, it's going to be the worst possible thing. And then partway through, I was like, you know what? It's going to be a big mislead. You, you're even, you know, it could be like punch or something stupid. You even said something about punch. And I'm like, nah, I don't know. I don't know. And I won't say which way it goes, but I was, I was, it's still a little surprising. Right. I was worried that it was going to be like, um, I don't know how to say this without spoiling it. Um, I was worried that it was going to be a character that uh, did not deserve it. Yes, in yeah, any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I was worried for worst possible scenario, and it's yeah. not a good scenario, but it's no. not worst possible scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I get, we can, can't. We, and I was right, mentor. Mentor. Yeah. Um, That's all I'm saying there too. Yeah, I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. It was interesting. That band that the kid talks about all the time, Blood Witch, is not a real band. Huh. It made it up for the show because I was like, Blood Witch is that actually a band? If it was, Randy would be listening to it. I don't know. It is. I, I I agree with her though. It's a stupid name, and the sound, the song of theirs that they played, doesn't, in my opinion, really match mm-hmm. the name Blood Witch. Whatever. Well, sometimes things just go that way. That's true. Um, how would how would you pitch this to people? Because it's it it plays on that comic book superhero type of thing, like a meta human type of thing. But it is not a superhero show. It is way more coming of age story than I expected. Yeah. Right. And it's not like a sit down with your kids, watch and watch it coming of age story. It's pretty adult. And, you know, I mean, well, you can sit down with your kids that are coming of age. It's mainly adult in language. It's not. Otherwise it's not bad. I don't recall like any nudity, the sexual, I don't recall like any, there's not, I mean, there's sexual talk. So again, language, you see somebody in their panties, I suppose. You see thigh zits? Yep. That's true. And back knee. I was amused by her obsession with the thigh zits. I was like, what? Why? Because it hurts. But there's some interesting, there's some good character moments. There's some character moment development with her that is easily spottable early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. You know before she knows kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Right. And it, and it, the power of, of happiness doesn't always work by the way right yeah but really studies do say that you can trick your brain into being happy if you just make yourself act happy then it'll think you're really happy and it'll make you happy it's not a happy show either no it's like some fun stuff but it's not happy <laughs> right no. it's exciting at times um but everybody in it is a is pretty miserable i like your little brother yeah yeah he's the most together and adult character in the whole show <laughs> yes <laughs> And he's like, how old is he supposed to be? I don't know. Like he's tiny. Nine. Like, yeah, I was gonna guess eight or nine. Yeah. Uh, how would? Yeah, I mean, it's just it feels like a quirky indie. It's like one of those indie coming of age movies where it's like maybe black comedy a little bit, where it's like kind of dark humor. Mm-hmm. It's not really that funny. It's more like Juno. I was just going to say, Juno, Juno sure, you read yeah. my mind. Yeah. 
like that. There's definitely a point which I'm like, wait, is this like a period piece or does it just like everybody just looks like it should be two, three decades ago? It, it kind of right. has a cart, hard candy feel to it, too. Really? Mm. Wasn't that the one with what's her name where she gets picked up by a pedo? Yeah, but it does because. OK, I'll never mind. I'll talk about it later. It's not important. Let's move on. It's taking too much time. Um, what else you guys been watching? Uh, anyway, I recommend it, by the way. Um, I have no idea where season two is going to go. I'm still watching the, the dark. I'm getting close to being caught up to where it's at or whatever. But Yeah, I liked it. Um, but yeah, all the things that we've said so far, it's not necessarily for all ages. So you do have to be careful about who's who's around. Show it to your children. <laughs> right away. Right away. I don't be like this is life, kid. I don't this is the way it works. Minus all the telekinesis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, they do you had mentioned something last week about it portraying superpowers in a kind of realistic, like a more realistic way than most things do. It's not a good thing that she has superpowers. No, no, it's, it's a so bad. Horrible thing. It's scary. And like, in real life, a person with those kind of abilities, I, it would be that way. Right. Well, you don't know that. Maybe maybe in real life, your superpowers manifest when you think happy thoughts and like bubbles or something, you know? Well, she's not a happy yeah, person. It didn't work for her. Yeah. <laughs> she's kind of a jerk, though. I know we're right back in the show. She's not the most likable character, though, either. No, she's not. I get that she's moody. Like she, not that she's not like, she, not that she doesn't have reason to be moody. She does, but it wouldn't necessarily have to go as bad as it does if she was not as a, didn't take her problems out on other people. Kind of, yeah. She, also, her friend though, like I don't know. There's spoilers. I won't get into it. There's a lot of trauma in this. Sh I mean, like, right. there's a lot of trauma before. There's a lot of trauma during. A lot of trauma after. So, yeah. I haven't really been watching anything else, though. I think that's about the only show I've been watching. And I don't think I've watched any movies since we talked last week. Just pretty much like YouTube and that with Melanie. Mm-hmm. We uh we binged into we're all we're into season two. I don't know how many episodes into season two we are, but like two or three episodes in for sure. Yeah, on Ozark. I don't know if I even said what I was watching, but yeah. Um, last time I talked about Ozark, and we're we went off the deep end into this show. Now we're so hooked; it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's that. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit off mic. Once it, it is that kind of show where once you get it into it, once you get a few episodes deep, then you're just you're in it. I actually I have not started season three yet. I was so excited for season three and it's been out for over a month and I just haven't started it yet. I will. But as soon as I do, I'll be done with it within a week. So. Yeah, that's the downside to this. It's like, I mean, they're hour long episodes, but when you binge three of them, then you're already a third through the season. Right. That reminds me. I think we're an episode behind on Westworld. Ah. I'm excited for that. Because our schedule's all weird. What are you guys watching? Hey, in the chat, what are you guys watching? Anything good? Watching anything on uh, Westworld? Anything on Westworld? <laughs> you watching anything that isn't the Tiger King? Oh, anything on Westworld. Obviously, I looked away again. Thank you. I, I need, I need, I'm distracted. Mm -hmm. Making sure there's no chat on the Twitch. Hi, Twitch. 
Hi, Twitch. We're here. Um, that sounds like. An do the Twitch comments also show up in yeah, our live comments? Show up in here. Oh, there nice. just have been none. <laughs> will Will there be like a little icon? Okay, let's do... talk about Twitch for just a moment. So I've been streaming on there, and I, I'm not like Paul will watch. Paul gets upset because Twitch doesn't notify him. Like last night, I'd been streaming for over an hour, and he's like, "You're gonna be streaming tonight?" He pulled a Savannah on me, and uh, <laughs> I was like, "Dude, I've been streaming," and he was upset. But I streamed for like three hours last night, so that was extra long. Woo! But I do have we we have a new regular. I do have a regular on the a new regular on the uh, Skyrim streams. Oh, um, what I say his name was Alex. Exclamation point. Ryan exclamation. I should edit this. Sorry, Ryan. (laughs) Ryan exclamation. Yeah, he usually tunes in later, so he probably won't see this. But I think it should give out notifications because I would totally come and bug you if. uh... So I would. I would. I I feel like I don't make a new post, and if I did, you guys wouldn't see it anyway. For every stream, because I feel like seven days in a row. People just like even if they do see the post, they're not going to care. They're like, "Yeah, we get it. You're always streaming Skyrim." <laughs> so I don't want to harass people, but yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to be informed, let me know, and I'll I'll send you a message if I know you personally. Like, or if you have the if you have the Twitch app, um, you can set your notifications. Like I do get a notification, but usually you start streaming on twitch about the time i need to go to bed or else right. i won't get up on time yeah because you're a late man i am a late man me too though so uh andrew says okay andrew says ha that worked in my favor paul was watching my live stream last night <laughs> well and the i mean this isn't intentional but i usually i try to wait till about 10 mainly because i'm still like a lot of times i'm still trying to wrap up my work for the day but also, there's still a lot of there are a lot of other podcasters and and Andrew, like a lot of people still do their streams on Facebook or YouTube around seems like seven, eight, nine. So ten, I figure is a pretty good time. Um, yeah, been a lot of fun. Speaking of streams, uh, you know, this one's probably more for for Matt D or people who who weren't around for it. But the 24 hour um, oh Starfighters live stream thing. Uh, which basically wrecked my whole week um, because <laughs> I didn't sleep. <laughs> I think I had four hours of sleep for that thing. Uh, and I had it better than most. So there you go. Uh, but you were on there. You were on there for like three hours. Yeah. Yeah, I was on there for quite a while. Uh, it started a little before 4 a.m. I joined Paul on his stream, Paul and uh, Billy. And that was a lot of fun. And basically like kind of jumped in at the end of their they were doing a segment about the pandemic and apocalyptic movies and stuff like that. And then joined them for the ABCs of pop culture, which was a lot of fun, except none of them know Dr. Who. So I was like, this, this is weird. Mm-hmm. This is weird. <laughs> uh, um, and then we're all in the chat, like Dr. Who. Mm-hmm. And then after that segment, except four in the morning. So it's more like Dr. Who. Right. <sighs> So it's like four in the morning. I'm on this live stream. Jesse, Melanie, and Jasper are all in the chat. I'm like, it's four in the morning. What do you? What's happening? How is the whole Brawlix crew here? The whole Brawlix crew isn't even here right now. Like, right, right. We're never all here, but we were at four in the morning. 
but it was awesome. I loved it. That was that was pretty cool. Um, got to actually be on a podcast with uh, with Eddie, the first time ever. Um, and then after the ABCs of pop culture segment, I don't know what happened. It they, they <laughs> their sleep deprivation s- s- set in, and we were talking about like. <laughs> Saturday morning cartoons, kid shows based on inappropriate movies like RoboCop <laughs> and stuff like that. That's right. Rambo so that was and... the loose thread. Yeah. There was a whole lot of just other craziness in there. And as it went on, before you took over with your Ram Man, Ram Man thing, they were they were like delirious. Oh my god. And then <laughs> Billy like crashed out in the middle of my Ram Man thing. Um, I think Eddie had had a little bit of sleep. I don't know that Billy had had any sleep at that point. He he when I was on, he said he'd been on every segment and they'd been going for like 18 hours. Yeah. That's not that's not healthy. That's just no. not even safe to do. No. I he he fell asleep for a little while during my Ram Man thing, and then I was um but then we talked pro wrestling right, right after that. And uh, he was trying to wake up and it was, oh my God, <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. They they need like a, a lovely assistant there, like handing them cups of coffee or monster or something. Yeah. Well, he doesn't even do, he doesn't even do like caffeine. So I don't know how he was still functioning at all. Um, is he Mormon? Why is that? Because they can't have caffeine. Oh, but some people just don't want caffeine. Uh, no, just, he just not that I know of. I think he. Yeah. The majority of people in the world have caffeine in their system. It's a fact. I don't enjoy any caffeine. <laughs> Billy's gonna outlive us all. I'm just saying. Probably he looks like he's fifteen. <laughs> I know he's older than that. What yeah, I'm saying yeah. is he looks young. He looks he looks yeah. good for however. He looks good. He looks is he good. like twenty two. Oh, he's like thirties. Yeah, no, I know. I knew he was older than that. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, hey. <laughs> but anyways, that's a thing. That's uh, a thing for the people. Uh, you know, like so, like Matt D. Even though you're not on Facebook, that happened. There was a lot of fun uh, stuff. People, man, I caught some slack last night when I was like, I won't be streaming on Twitch tomorrow, uh, but I'll be on Facebook. And somebody in the comments was like, Facebook. Oh boy! Uh, you, you could just—you could tell. You, you could, could taste tone. it. You could taste it. You could taste it. Tasted like McDonald's. It was text, but you could tell they were like Facebook. Um, that's where our peoples are. There's, I was gonna say there's more people on Facebook. We're older. <laughs> that's where yeah. our people are. That's that's fair. Yeah. Uh, that, there are more grandmas here. Yeah. Yeah, there are. Hit us up, grandmas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, grandmas, we got a Patreon. Racist uncles. <laughs> yeah. Don't at me, bro. Come at me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway, um, let's do some, let's react to some news. Okay. Hey, there's actually been some news that I could get salty about. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. So we'll start this off right. Oh, I need to do my little thing. What's your thing? Took a second. This. Oh. All right. Uh, the first story is coming from TheVerge.com. Uh, a lot of people, I think, probably seen this. This was yesterday, the day before. It was a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Elena, what's going on? You're a grandma. There you go. See, told you. <laughs> we get them grandmas. Yeah, Grandmas <laughs> on the Grolix podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a grandma with the same last name as me. That's yep. incredible. Um, 
AMC theaters will no longer play Universal movies after Trolls World Tours on-demand success. That's ironic because they're not playing any movies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bold statement for somebody who's not playing any movies. I I was just saying, like, what are you what are you doing? What are you even doing right now? (laughs) But why specifically Universal movies? Okay, so uh, AMC theaters, which is one of the biggest God in the U.S. Anyway, there's probably I mean, there's there's smaller chains, but there's like what? two maybe three big theater chains mm-hmm. yeah um and yeah amc is definitely one of the big ones mm-hmm. and so basically he said okay wait hold on um it was in more or less in response to something that uh who's jeff shell nbc universal ceo jeff shell had said in an interview with wall street journal because uh, Trolls World Tour, which I didn't even know was a movie. It was a movie, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tro- tr- Trolls? They're yeah. like 20 yeah. years behind the curve on that one. Yeah. Whatever. This is the second Troll movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this was the sequel. Because we're past the 80s stuff. We're, we're hitting that 90s nostalgia. Yeah, They're not marketing that to kids. They're marketing that to the parents of kids. Do they have jewels in their belly buttons? I don't know. Okay. Uh... Well, it did better than expected. Uh, it didn't get a theatrical release because nothing's getting a theatrical release right now, obviously. Uh, so they, it was one of the movies they went ahead and they're like, okay, well, we're just going to stream, you know, release it to stream. You can rent it or whatever. Brought in a hundred million, uh, nearly a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. which I don't know what, how much that movie is made for. hundred million could be good or bad depending. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to guess they weren't expecting near that. So it's good. Uh, so he had said, uh, Jeff Shell, quote, as soon as theaters reopen, we expect to release movies on both formats, which is a big change because. Hmm. OK, I'm, I'm seeing comments. I'll get I'll get to him. Uh, <laughs> which is a big change because there's the big there's a, the window. The release window is a big thing. Yeah. So in response to that, uh, AMC theaters chair CEO. Adam Aaron uh, had said, quote, it is disappointing to us, but Jeff's, but Jeff's comments as to Universal's unilateral actions and intentions have left us with no choice. Therefore, effective immediately, AMC will no longer play any Universal movies in any of our theaters in the United States, Europe, or the Middle East, end quote. Dude. Because they I, closed. Because they closed right now. <laughs> right. But I mean... It sounds like it's a total ban. Like we're just no universal in our theaters again. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if they're if they're Which not going to respect the, it's a universal ban. Oh. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Paul, universe. Paul, Andrew, where is Paul? <laughs> that was a habit. Way. That was just habit. It right is there. not a habit. I'm streaming and I'm talking to someone. It's usually Paul. <laughs> Andrew says universal AMC. I think we need to break up. AMC, no universal. I think we need to break up. <laughs> yeah. Right? It makes sense, though. Oh, hey, this is fun. This is for Jesse. Did you see that one? I did. That's awesome. Yeah, Joe is my roommate. So, yeah, he he knows. He knows. 
he knows the Jesse, the cool. He knows yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cool. So for our audio listeners, uh, Joe said, I remember listening to Jesse back at Wayne state college. He is a genius when it comes to cool. Who am I to disagree? Yep. Right. Um, but sorry, real quick on the, this, this thing, if, if that's what they should do, what, what they're doing right now, that's what they should do. What do you, who you, you I, both. <laughs> well, wait, 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 both. Yes. So <laughs> universal or universal is smart for streaming for, yes. for giving it out right now. But if they're going to be in direct competition with the theaters, then the theaters should not show their show- movies. You can't have it both ways. Mm-mm. I don't know. I, I disagree because, oh, and it also notes that AMC theaters is the largest cinema chain in the U S yeah. Disney points, Disney, geez. Andrew points out, Disney. I don't know what happened to my brain today. Disney and Warner Brothers are doing the same thing. Looks like AMC better bend them too. So here's the issue. AMC is, they're butthurt because they think that after, it sounds like, and this should be of no surprise to them. They should have seen this coming. It sounds like after the pandemic, because this is a good opportunity for the for Hollywood, for the studios to test out basically same day as release streaming since we there's not actually just releases to see how much money it'll bring in to see if it's worth doing that in the future because in the past they've had a deal with the theaters the theaters actually had sway because they had hollywood's backing because that's where all their money comes from Mm -hmm. so they had the release window hit theaters and then you have to wait x amount of however long before it hits streaming Mm -hmm. and it and if you don't netflix you can't win Oscars. That's kind of Hollywood and the movie theaters crappy way of giving the finger to streaming services. Well, now that theaters are cho- closed down for a while, Hollywood's like, hmm, maybe there's something to just releasing on streaming services. And that cuts that cuts the middleman out. I'm kind of for it because I don't not that I want theaters to die off, but it it's a blockbuster move, man. You should have seen this coming. You can only fight it for so long. Blockbuster sued Di- DirecTV and Dish Network back in the day because they didn't like that they could you could stream movies the same day it hit rental stores. They sued and won, but in the long run, who's still in business? Not Blockbuster because they right. refu- they refused to like figure out how to work with where the industry is going, and they just kept fighting it. And that's what the movie theaters are doing. So, yeah, you can throw your fits now and ban whoever, but like. They're just shooting themselves well, in the foot. It's not what the movie theaters are doing. It's what the uh, what are you? The... So what Universal here is saying is, uh-huh. they might once theaters reopen, they'll still release to theaters, but they might start same day releasing on streaming too, which is what theaters, which is what the big movie theater chains don't want, right? Because that takes away a yeah. lot a lot of their business, right? Which I get them being opposed to it. And then the movie theaters are like, well, if you're going to do that, we're just not going to play any of your movies. Right. They have the right to do that. Mm-hmm. Kind of seems like you're just shaving away more of your potential business. I see what you're saying, kind of. But, okay, I wouldn't base everything on the Trolls World Tour for a couple reasons. One is children's movies always do well, especially in direct-to-video and stuff like that. They do way better than anything for adults ever always will. Andrew's got a good point here. 
Universal just proved that they don't need the theaters, but AMC can't say they don't need movies. And he also points out that movie studios get a higher percentage of the revenue from streaming sales than they do from movie theaters. Mm -hmm. And the trolls, this specific movie is not super relevant. It's the point of they released this thing and brought in a hundred million dollars proves that they can release to streaming and get still a hundred million dollars. If it, if they did something like one of the Marvel movie, if Disney released one, the next, what's the next big Marvel movie, black widow, black widow. I don't know that it would make enough to justify whatever's budget it had. Mm-hmm. It would blow trolls world tour out of the water though. Maybe guaranteed. If I, first of all, I'm not going to know about it. You're not going to go see Black Widow or Trolls World Tour, though, no, even I, if it was in the theaters. I know, but when I do go to the theater, that's when I find out about new movies that I want to see, usually. That's not indicative of the world, though. Oh, okay. That's not, that's not necessarily... Well, I know it's not for kids, because kids just suck everything up and want everything all the time. But, I don't know. So I think like the metaphor that I was throwing out there um, when we were having this conversation um, just on Facebook, because that's where conversations happen, mm-hmm. <laughs> that and Twitter, Twitter is where news happens and Facebook is where conversations happen. Twitter's conversations. Where happens, Facebook's where we talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my my metaphor, my my, I don't know, analogy is right now the way that comic books work is that. A local comic book store uh, orders all their comic books through Diamond for the most part. Like the bulk of the local comic book stores seen out there, they get all their comics from from Diamond distribution. Um, now, because of the pandemic, a lot of places are closed. So Diamond closed for a while. Now, what Diamond could have done is they could have shifted their entire business model and said, all right, people. All the comics are coming to us. We can send them directly to you. We can be a subscription service now, and we can just cut out the local comic book stores. We can just cut them out. We can just get these comics to you, the end consumer. Um, Now, that would be an incredibly horrible move for the local comic book store scene. Like, that would put a lot of people out of business. So, on one hand, it's like, yeah, they've got, you know, AMC has got a reason to be upset. Um, What but the problem is, is that like it, where that analogy breaks down is that comic book stores are still running curbside services. Meanwhile, uh, movie studio, movie, movie theaters can't do that at all. So, so basically we've got these movie, uh, movie studios who have this movie that's done. It's done. It's in the can and they can either just hang on to that movie and not make any money off of it, or they can get it out to people. At the drive through, drive in. Sorry. Yeah, drive through would be great. Drive through would be the only way that that would work. Um, now they they've got the option to do that plus streaming, but what they don't have the option to do at all is theaters. Yeah. So the theaters can they can get mad like AMC did, and and I understand why they're mad. They have every right to be mad, but this seems like a really weird flex to say, okay. When the next Jurassic Park movie comes out, we're not going to make any money off of it because reasons because it high ground, I guess it is a weird flex. And I, I I should appreciate that more, but it, it, I already have a bad taste in my mouth from licking movie theaters 
from no from movie theaters <laughs> from stuff like because they because Netflix doesn't uh obey the the window of release Hollywood says like you know no this amazing indie movie that uh Netflix picked up and distributed can't win an Oscar even though everybody's talking about it how it's Oscar potential and even if it does manage to get nominated for an Oscar AMC or whoever it was probably AMC uh won't play that movie in their Oscar nominated uh showcase special showings they do because well they say because well we it never it was never distributed through us so we don't have the rights to play it you could search that out if you really wanted it you're just being like no we're not going to play that because they didn't obey the window well you think what you want to think i think if if i want to see a movie and i have to pay five dollars for it i want to be able to sit in a giant reclining thing and have free popcorn and uh i'm not huge, sure. a huge screen and sound all around me look at alamo alamo draft house i don't like that place but go ahead okay well forget <laughs> alamo okay look at the drive-ins then you love those i do they're just gonna have to it's gonna become like a lot of other things like cds or records or any other thing that got phased out by technology because that is what's happening it'll become a niche thing if you want that theater experience, if you don't have a home theater in your house, go to the theaters. I don't want the theaters to go away. And why this is such a boneheaded move with AMC, it's like they're concerned because the the same day streaming is going to split a big chunk of the money they could have potentially made. Fine. I get being upset. But then being like, well, you know what? I don't want any of that money. Mm-hmm. They're shooting themselves in the foot. Like it's a boneheaded move. It's like a grocery store being like, I'm not going to take Frosted Flakes anymore. I don't. I feel like the people that go to the movies are going to be the same people that go to the movies because they just want to go to the movies. Right. So it doesn't really matter the what ni- they're playing. That's your niche audience. That's yeah. the audience that's not going to go away. That's already going. Then why are they upset? Who? They're, the movie theater. Because it's still, it's rude. <laughs> it's It's, you know. Well, you know what? The story's over. Next story. Okay. Regal Cinema <laughs> issues a warning to any movie studio considering a pivot to VOD. <laughs> Next story. Here we go. <laughs> this is coming from uh, Vulture.com. Regal Cinemas. That's the theater we do like. Because mm-hmm. that's the one we go to often. Yeah. Right? They run Majestic, don't they? Uh, Yeah. It is. So... Andrew says, I only go to the movie theater to avoid spoilers. Right. Basically, yeah. And and for an experience, that experience piece that Melanie was talking about, I I definitely go for that. You know, like when we went to, what was it last last year? We went to Enter the Dragon at Alamo Draft House and they played it on the original, like it's an original print. It's like a film print movie. Like that's an experience, you know, like I, I think that's never going away. Case in point, we still have theater we still have legit theater you know where people put on a play or a musical that's not going anywhere it's just going to get more expensive that's all Um, well yeah and regal and other cinemas are doing it too i think they're they're i see more and more like come see princess bride in this movie in this movie on like our five dollar special evenings like a lot of the theaters were doing older movies multiple times a week and i see that as them recognizing like we can't just do it on what's new and out like there is this niche audience that just wants the theater experience and they want to see the movies they want to see 
Um, I'm sure it doesn't bring in as many people, but man, if it could be more of a niche tailored thing where it's like here, movie theater experience and you don't have to like choose from 30 different crap movies that came out in the last month, you can go see something you want to see. Especially if they had like stuff like Clue and um, Rocky Horror Picture Show and stuff like that that have their, you know, the whole thing that goes along with them. It's not just them watching. It's like a watch party. It's like a party. Right. Stuff and, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 That's what I've been saying. I mean, the, the ironic thing is, I'm not going to watch a Jurassic Park movie right. anywhere but the theater. Like, I don't care. I don't care to watch that on. Oh, on yeah. I got at you. home, you know, like I want to see a, tar- a Tyrannosaurus Rex as big as a car. I want to see it. But at home, we're like, eh, they're going to die. They're going to die because that's a dinosaur. Yeah. Okay. So Regal Cinemas isn't banning any movie studios from its cinemas um, for now. So according, according to Vulture.com, uh, the theater's chain, the theater chain's parent company, Sinworld, released a statement regarding NBC Universal's decision to consider releasing films in theater and on demand simultaneously. Uh, And it said, quote, wait, oh, wait, no, Twitter. Okay, so Twitter news, quote, Regal is not boycotting Universal nor any other studio. Uh, We will continue our normal policy and play movies that respect the theatrical window allowing movies to be released first in theaters prior to streaming or VOD platforms, end quote, which is basically saying we're not going to ban like outright ban some studio, but if they're not going to respect the window, we're not playing them. It's the same difference. And here's the thing, like it's they're being gatekeepers, like the movie, like the, the, they're still going to release the movie in your theater. You should not have say as to when and where they release it elsewhere. That's not the theater's place to decide. But and they're trying to be that gatekeeper. But if they're holding a spot for that movie that they could be playing something else in and nobody's going to show up because they're sitting at home watching it, why not use that that's, theater to show a movie they know somebody will come and see? Then do that. That's what they're doing. That's not what they're doing. They're that's not at all what they're doing. That's <laughs> Hold on here. See, and Andrew has a great point. See, Elena says people are not going to go if they can't uh, see what they want, right? And Andrew has a great point because this is a a complaint I hear a lot of people have. We don't actually go to the theaters that often. I think we go to the theaters like twice a year. We're not. They're not. The theaters are not making a living off of us. No. Andrew says, no, people here are so annoying. I'm sick of the cell phones and the people talking all during the movie. If one day streaming was a thing, I would never go to the theaters again. Now, that's not something good for the theaters, but that is a common complaint that I hear from a lot of people. Um, like, on, you know, in the past, I've listened to a lot of uh, film podcasts where they regularly go. They make a point almost weekly to go to the movies. Mm. And, dude, a lot of them seem to hate it. They seem to hate going to the theaters. I've only e- had issues with that with cell phone people or even like loud annoying people like a couple times really. Yeah, but if we went on the regular uh-huh. to the big popular and we never go to the big popular movies, mm-hmm. we go see. I think one of the other than Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. The Witch, mm-hmm. I think was the last big movie we seen, and that wasn't a big movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then oh, Andrew followed up with now get off my lawn. 
But that is a common <laughs> complaint I hear. Yeah. Sin World CEO Mookie. Oh, that is so. Sin World, uh, spelled C I N E. So like Sin Sin World. But I'm like, man, they're like Sin City. Hold my beer. <laughs> Sin World. Right, right. I'm not gonna say that name. Mookie Greetinger. Uh, their CEO had called Universal's decision to bypass the theatrical window for Trolls. Uh, completely inappropriate and said that it certainly has nothing to do with good faith business practice, partnership and transparency. And that's kind of been my complaint with like AMC once in a while, they'll hit, they'll make headlines where they have some new policy. They seem the people running the company seem to make a lot of petty decisions, decisions that seem petty and impulsive. And that's very odd. And that's what puts like Regal here. They're still saying, like, you respect the window or else, but they're at least being a little bit more. It's more for the good of the cause than the way that AMC was doing it. And it's funny for AMC to get on a high horse because they're the ones that basically stole Movie Pass's idea and, uh, and ran with it, which, which I think they should. I mean, like, I think it was a good idea that was poorly executed by Movie Pass. So good on them for trying to make it work, but, uh, but it's interesting. You can steal s- someone's idea and, and that's okay. But universal tries to put out a movie when no one can go to the movies. How else are they supposed to do it? Right. So the statement went on to read quote, all our partners call this is from sin world. All our partners called us in a timely manner and told us that in the current situation, they want to they want to shorten window for movies that were already released as cinemas are closing. Most importantly, they all reassured us that there will be no change in their window policy once the cinema business returned. Unfortunately, I missed similar message in Universal's announcement. Not only did Universal provide no comment for the future window, but Universal was the only studio that tried to take advantage of the current crisis and provide a day and date release of a movie that was not yet released. They sound butthurt too. And I get it because that's their business, but like this isn't, I just see it as like the theater system as it is having such close ties with Hollywood, having this weird extra sway in the, how things are released is a flawed system. And I don't see it so much as like studios taking it or universal taking advantage of the current crisis. I see it as they now have the opportunity to realize why that system is flawed. And maybe it, maybe they don't need to abide by that. Now I want to play devil's advocate on this. Okay. Now they're propping up Warner brothers and Disney as these studios that are doing it right. Who owns these theaters who owns disney isn't that a gigantic megacorp that owns all this stuff are they playing games with universal right now because they can i don't know i'm just gonna throw that conspiracy theory out there i mean we could probably find that out with some research right that's not oh it just occurred to me so if i were a better podcaster i would have already done this research but no i'm just gonna throw out a wild conspiracy with zero uh with zero backing to it but yeah um okay i mean i don't know why i'm 
in Fremont, like we have the- bad theaters too. You know, I like, I think that sometimes it is a community thing. Sometimes it is a culture thing. I like, I like the theater experience. I'm not really sure why I'm so against the theater industry in this case, because it's not like a Hollywood needs me to side with them. Like they're way bigger. Right. Like if they wanted, they could just do their own thing. And you go see movies by yourself. I mean, when I, the rare times I do. Yeah. Cause I prefer to see a movie by myself. If I had a good home theater system, wouldn't be as big of a, desire but i do like the movie experience it just sounds like sour grapes to me it sounds like they're whining and and that rubs me the wrong way like this is a bad time to sound petty you know like there's a lot of things wrong with the world right now like people can't find their food people don't have jobs but the fact that you don't have trolls world tour (laughs) is not a real it's not a real problem Ooh, we almost got to we almost got to swear. Okay, so and this is so funny because I know we've talked about Melanie. I know we've talked about how we wished like, you know, if we could just watch it on streaming. Mm-hmm. I wish it was out now. Yeah. Well, that's what we're talking about. And that's I think is why well, this is why it so annoys me about the the theater situation what the them complaining is because it's like being able to go to the theater if we want or watch it right now in our homes. Mhm. That's technological progress. Right. You could fight that for as long as you want, but eventually you're either going to go out of business or you're going to embrace it. I'm not saying that they sh- they shouldn't do that. They should go straight to home video, but then I don't think the theater should have to show them either. Well, they don't. Okay. Okay. That's my point. That's valid. They don't have to show the movies. Yeah. But I, yeah, I know. But, I, but they're, but they're whining. <laughs> they're whining. You're crying like it's a petty it's petty and impulsive and oddly on corporate like to be like we're just going to all universal. I don't think you know enough corporations rub some dirt in it and walk it off, kid. That's pretty common. <laughs> well, it usually doesn't make headlines. No, it doesn't usually. But I've, I've been in some corporate situations and it's basically just guys swinging their things at each other, trying to I, act like they're the bigger. I guess I guess. Speaking of, they have they, like this has continued since then. Have you seen some of that news that came out today? Because uh, what was it? Because AMC said the thing, and then Universal they came out with their response. And NATO, I don't know how NATO factors into this, but NATO had a response that was like, like, well, we didn't coordinate this with, uh, we didn't coordinate this with Universal, but also we don't totally disagree with them. I don't know how NATO factors into this at all. I have zero. So they're they're like the National Trade Organization or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Movies, in terms of like exports and imports, movies is surprisingly big business. Oh, yeah. Mm, I wouldn't have thought about it. There, conspiracy theory. I've never thought about it. Yeah, I've never thought about it as like an import, 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 export like product, but it totally is. And that's like, we export way more movies than we import. And, you know, and then you that's and that's how you end up with like Iron Man three having extra scenes for the like the Chinese release because yeah. a bunch of, you know, they got funding from there. So they want to like. Yeah. Weird. I, I wonder if it's if it's if other most of the world speaks some English because of movies like that or if m- movies like that are made for other people because most of them speak English. Movies teach people English. 
except or except that one movie <laughs> that, that won an one. oscar <laughs> you should learn korean it's a good thing they didn't release same day and day oh day, my day god can you imagine man holy moly Drive. so so what we're saying so the real takeaway today is that trolls world tour will not be up for any oscars no but it will be in english <laughs> but it will be in english <laughs> right it definitely will be in english it would be some movie like trolls because they're not a studio is not going to chance it on one of their potentially massive tentpole movies they're not going to chance starting some drama to where even if they smooth it over with the theaters later the theater could still be like we're not we're just not going to show that movie um it would be something stupid like trolls world tour mm-hmm. well and only it's only a problem because it did well like surprisingly right. well right you know what though other i don't care if they're if no other studios are looking at that hundred million dollars going really oh yeah oh yeah amc who <laughs> yeah yeah disney disney don't care disney put out i know that disney like supposedly the you know they sped it and, and they had some some i don't know communication or whatever but uh onward went to disney plus very quickly but disney seems like exactly the place to pump stuff out just straight to video because again look at you know why mary kate and ashley olsen are billionaires Straight to video. Straight to video. Yeah, straight to video is different, though, because but that's not... that's what streaming is, is what it replaced straight to video. But th- it's different, though, because straight to video movie, they're not going to release straight to video and then make a big push later in the theaters as like, you know, right? whatever. Trolls World Tour would have been a big theatrical release movie mm-hmm. that was not intended to be straight to video. But they're like, you know what? Let's push this out. No, I get that. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not arguing about that. I'm not saying Disney is, if there's any company that should be pumping stuff out on streaming, it, it would, should be. Oh Disney. yeah, I know it is. And that's why they created their own streaming platform. Right. So they can own everything. They will. <laughs> well, you know what else Disney owns? What's Baby that? Yoda face masks. Yeah. Oh, good. Oddly, I don't know what this episode is. I don't think we're going to get through all the news. Can I, real quick, this is not this news, but it's Baby Yoda news. I just, Herzog, the director, Mm -hmm. I guess when he first saw the Baby Yoda uh, puppet, he cried. And he said, yeah, it was beautiful. And he was like, you can't just GI this. This is a a masterpiece. (laughs) Werner Herzog. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he's interesting like that. Well, I love I love the puppet renaissance that's happening right now. Duh! Surprise, surprise! Shocker, shocker, guys! I love it. So, so yeah, I, you got the Dark Crystal and Baby Yoda. I still haven't Sign watched the, that last Star Wars movie, but the one before that everyone hated that Rain Rain Johnson or whatever his name. I is never did. hated that one. I never did. I puppet Yoda fun. is the best thing. He's so fact, good. He's so good. Practical effects for the win. win. Oh, dude. I I don't CGI Yoda, we don't need it. And I don't care that you could see like the whole face deform when his mouth moved. I love that. That made it better. Yep. It's not even like the puppet Yoda in that, it's not even like the most amazing puppet Yoda. It's a little shabby, and that's what makes it even better. <laughs> yeah, right, right. All right. Oh, look who's here. Baby Yoda. 
<laughs> Disney to sell Baby Yoda face mask because capitalism. <laughs> Which is a funny headline, Ken, because I really picked the story so we could segue into uh, our own little capitalist capitalism. Uh, so according to Vulture.com, so basically... You, whatever companies are coming out with like themed face masks for because of everything because of the stuff mm-hmm. happening and you know disney they're not going to miss out on that so uh, they will soon be selling face masks with images like the mouth of the incredible hulk the muzzle of winnie the pooh uh mike oh, bother. wazowski cyclops eye what's that from i don't know what that that's is that's monsters inc okay oh, okay oh gotcha Forky having a panic attack because what's Forky? I don't know. Forky's from Toy Story 4. Oh, and Baby Yoda drinking soup. Yeah, that's weird. That's a weird choice. I would have made like a bald cap with the ears and then just put it on kids. (laughs) Well, you know, the face mask, you could put ears on the little straps. That'd been pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they don't just have mouse ears, uh, you know, as a thing, too. Oh, Andrew. Yes. Now bring back stop motion animation like in the Sinbad movies. I love or like in Color Out of Space. There was stop motion. It's super fast. It was just like the one shot. But there was stop motion and I loved it. Um, the, the people that made, do the producers that made that thing prequel, they need to be smacked around a bit. That's the total aside. Um, <laughs> a pack of four costs about $20. It costs $20. You can pre-order now. They'll start shipping out in June. As with a lot of companies, it's like I'm assuming these are just going to be cloth face masks. They're not going to be medical grade. Um, oh, that kind of face mask. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking like Halloween. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Um, Although we'll probably be wearing those at Halloween too because <laughs> flu flu season will start up. Yeah. Uh, will donate up to $1 million for mask profits to aid organizations MedShare, organization MedShare. Um, what, you, what are you talking about, Paul? Themed face masks like the one Grolix has available? Which you so can that- find at tpublic.com. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to the EMC uh, Public store, you might be able to find something like that. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a little bit of a stretch. That's a little bit of a stretch, I feel. Oh, that would be in bad taste, maybe. No, no, it wouldn't, though, because you know what they do? What do they do? For every, um, what do you call it? Every purchase made, they give a dollar to, um, I don't know if it's the same place. Where, where is it to? Uh, it's, it's money that goes towards uh, actual medical-grade masks for, mm-hmm. yeah, for, for all the, working all the face men masks, and women. All the yeah, sold. And these again, these are cloth masks. You can get these at the EMCT public store. Uh, I guess tpublic.com slash user slash EMC. They still haven't given us. No, but yeah, I mean, and you need that link because it's kind of hard to find stuff on tpublic. So, yeah. So I was torn. Uh, tpublic. Okay. Masks sold on tpublic are for general public use only, not intended for use in medical settings. But they will out of stock. Oh, they're still out of like yeah. That's the downside there. But when this comes, when this goes out, when the audio goes out, uh, they may be back. So go check them out, anyways. Yeah, and they do for okay. Here it is. This is what I was looking for. For every non-medical mask sold, T Public will donate one medical grade mask to direct relief, which is pretty cool. 
Yeah. So every yeah mask they sell, they will d- actually donate a real m- medical grade mask to direct relief. Um, I would like I'd see T Public sent out the email that they were going to release these, and I was a little on the fence. I was like, okay, well, I mean that's cool. People should be wearing masks, but I was like, it seems a little. It seems I don't know. It seems weird to like promote this and like, hey, buy my face mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you like, put our logo on there and you thought, yeah. oh Until, my God. <laughs> I was like, what better way to slap a Grolix on your mouth uh-huh. than with a face mask like that? And I was all totally on board once that clicked. Yeah, I love that one. That's it's it's perfect. Okay. Uh, Andrew says every morning they are in stock. They sell so many per day. So yeah, in the morning they, they're in stock before they sell out again. Mm-hmm. So wake up early and buyers, <laughs> right? I'll have I'll, I'll have links. I'll have links in descriptions. That's on the YouTube replay. I'll have a link. I'll probably add a link to the Facebook video eventually. And yeah, there's a link right there. Thanks, Jesse. You bet. So it's in the comments. If I ever get my unemployment, I'll buy one. You still not get your unemployment? Still not get my unemployment yet. Holly just got hers, so I don't know if that means anything. No, my dad already got his too, and I started claiming before him, but they just suck. They could be up to 21 weeks, they say. Uh, I have not enabled this. It says it's there. Maybe you can order it. That doesn't look right. No, okay. It's I've only enabled it on these three. I haven't enabled it on those because that doesn't really make sense to me. Right. Yeah, some of them just automatically show up. I don't know why. I do want to make a new design for the Electronic Media Collective uh, because, you know, every episode that starts with the audio thing, it's like, yeah. That's a mouthful. I'm like, it's right in itself. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, but Disney's evil for doing it. <laughs> Why? Come on, Disney. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. We could keep going or we could wrap it up here if you guys want. It's up to you guys. Um, I don't know. It depends on the big. Uh, it depends on what the next can of worms is because if you open a real can of worms, we'll be on it for another twenty minutes, easy. All right, let's go one more. Let's stick with Disney. Disney <laughs> oh, developing a live action Hercules film with some possible big name directors in the mix. I'm curious. I'm curious about opinions on this. I love Hercules, I and I don't need a. I I don't know. I don't know if I need a live action version, but if they do it right, if they do it like uh, Mulan looks, then maybe that could be cool. I wasn't a huge fan of Hercules, but I don't think that there's any way that they can make some of the characters nor right. Interesting. So okay, this was originally broke on a website I've never heard about heard of before but it was the dis not dis insider like disney Mm, insider don't start a podcast not with that logo right right (laughs) welcome to the quib insider (laughs) yeah yeah dis insider is not great no quibby quiz knows that's what we're calling it they apparently have (laughs) some good information because Updated, the Hollywood Reporter has confirmed their scoop about Hercules coming to the big big screen and added that Dave Callaham, Callaham, uh, who worked on Wonder Woman 1984, who is also involved in Marvel's Shang-Chi, will pin the script. The Russo brothers will be pr- producing under their a- a- AGBO banner. What is that? That is a bad name is what that is. 
Um, however, they will not be directing. Um, so apparently there's been no confirmation on possible directors. But And this, this article goes on to speculate about possible big-name directors attached. Uh, however, that's not that interesting to me. I, I saw King Triton at the bottom, so they're going to do Little Mermaid. Didn't they already... They plan on that or not? Little Mermaid. Well, then my, okay. That would be an interesting like link for them to go ahead and and throw right. like a uh, like a straight up crossover in there because why not? I'm a little surprised they haven't. Oh, Andrew said. Let's see. Okay, Paul said they're down since the Russos are at the helm. Well, I mean they're they're going to be producing it. They won't be directing. Uh, Andrew says Mulan looks so good. Mulan does actually look good, but I've never seen the animated Mulan. So really, really, they, we have to fix that. We don't. <laughs> well, that, this basically becomes a period piece when you strip out all the all the musical and like spiritual elements or whatever. Well, here's the thing that like I don't really well. I never. I don't think I've ever watched the Disney Hercules, but I don't really care about this because Hercules has been made a million times in movies. Uh-huh. It's been. It's a you know since it's an. I know a lot of Disney stories are based on old fairy tales and old legends and stuff anyway, but I'm just like, well, that's fine. They could just make a new Hercules. It's been a while since we've had a Hercules. Well, that's why I was thinking it would be hard because if they're trying to make this Hercules, there is a lot of the supernatural in there and that's what would be hard to do. I mean, they probably are going to try to make this Hercules because it's Disney. Right. So that's what I'm, I'm concerned about it. The little demon guys and, and stuff in the you know the probably they could do the blue flame head easy but oh it's disney they own all the computers in the world they'll just cgi james <laughs> dean to play every role and it'll all be cgi <laughs> uh, i'm suddenly back on board <laughs> uh disney was not the company involved with the james dean cgi thing but you know, <laughs> but if you're gonna make zeus make james dean i'm in um it'll be a lot of most in god almost all big budget do you, see, do you see? Do you see this, action. Randy? This is already paying for itself. Oh, hey. oh my goodness! Well, I can't. I can't put that. No, we can't. We can't What's even up, put Matt? it up there. But Matt, Matt, finally, D. we got somebody on Twitch. Well, we can't end the stream now. Nope. Okay, so. Wow. But you don't. Hmm? The McDonald's. Are you talking about Facebook? You don't need to Facebook. You're on Twitch now. <laughs> Oh no! No worries. I I I I mentioned him on uh, Twitter earlier, but like I didn't give him any other like heads up. I figured he was probably busy. Hey, well, for the next few weeks at least, we'll be doing streaming to both. So no worries. Had to put the kids down. <laughs> I mean, to bed. <laughs> yeah. It's not our fault. He doesn't like grandmas <laughs> and racist uncles. Yep. McDonald's of the internet. Here we are. I was about to say something, but I'm going to reel it back. I don't know who watches this, so never mind. <laughs> well, we know, we know a bunch of them, actually. I mean, that's the problem. I, I, I know people, but not necessarily if they watch this. Okay, so, well, let's continue with another story. Okay. Uh, that was really the end of, like, the potential bag of worms stories. Although I don't know how much longer I can stretch this episode. <laughs> I've got some sciencey stuff, too. Do you? Okay. Uh, the next one I don't really have much to say about other than John Wick 4 director is worried about topping Parabellum stunts. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Basically, like, uh, 
What on earth is a parabellum? It's like there's been a couple days where I've decided to do number four, and I've woken up in a cold sweat. Horses. How do I? I have not seen the. I have not seen the most recent one, so I don't know what this is in reference to. How do I beat horses? Like I have no effing idea to tell you the truth. I think I have a lot of cool, uh, really cool ideas for the next one that I think are different and shocking and fun and unique. How to do them? I have no effing idea. I'm still trying to figure it. I'm still figuring it out. Uh, yeah. How have I not watched John Wick Chapter Three yet? I love the first two. Those were a lot of fun. Have you not watched Ozark season three? I just haven't started it yet. I will, though. I will. I guess that's fair. I mean, it's like 10 hours of of television compared to two. Is there a shark in John? Uh, That I can show. Jerry the Gnome says John Wick 4. Ah, the shark still looks fake. (laughs) Were they they jumping over it? I was going to say, yeah. Okay. What? Paul, obviously I didn't, or else that would have been like... <laughs> that was as high-pitched as Randy gets. Right. That's my childhood movie right there. That is your childhood movie, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's find this out. So for the people that didn't read that, it says, Did you guys see the Hellraiser series announcement for HBO? Okay, I went to Deadline.com. HBO makes Hellraiser series development deal. Halloween's David Gordon Green. It's so weird that he's Halloween's David Gordon Green. He used to do like comedies and stuff uh, to direct early episodes. Interesting. Well, you know what? I was impressed with what he had to do with uh, that most recent Halloween. So, and An HBO honest, series usually wind up being pretty quality. So exactly, it's usually quality. And to be honest, like. You can't do any worse than parts two through the rest of the entirety of the series. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if it be uh, like a prequel type thing or do, not. Pre- you know what I mean? Like telling the story of the Hellraiser uh, a Pinhead or if it's going to be all demon stuff. Interesting. So the series, I'm, I'm not sure. That's I'm hoping that they'll say it's the series will be written by Mark of uh, Bear Keaton, I'm terrible with names, who also worked on Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica, Daredevil, and Heroes. And Michael Doherty, is that? Yes, that is the, the guy who worked on X-Men United, uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters, and Trick or Treat. Ooh. Interesting stuff. I, I'm disappointed we've never got a sequel. I thought he was going to do a sequel to Trick or Treat. Um, I would love to see something... Uh something hellraiser in that vein though like now now that's got my brain buzzing like if you did like a trick-or-treat type of thing where everything's kind of tied to hellraiser somehow i feel like hellraiser yeah lends itself well to that right because like you just need to be able to tie it to the box and the cenobites occasionally like you don't have to go they always try to go with like story about pinhead or about this cenobite it's like you don't really have to do that Mm -hmm. right like the first hellraiser was such a odd self-contained story Mm -hmm. just keep doing other self-contained stories that are yeah yeah i'm just trying to read Hmm. what else would we want to see i mean obviously you have to pull in the cenobites but i wonder if you could have like just one cenobite shows up kind of thing because it's usually like the whole gang like descends uh, 
Jerry the Gnome, no, that is not the 80s trick or treat. <laughs> That's trick or treat. And the one we're referring to is the anthology horror film Trick or Treat. However, the 80s trick or treat is a pretty solid movie. I actually really enjoy that movie. It's it's got its cheese. It's about a it's about a basically a resurrected satanic rocker is playing music backwards on records. It's just ridiculous, but it's good. Is that the guy that like burned up because of Yeah, he like started himself on fire in some ritual in a hotel and then this mm-hmm. kid this like, you know, this metalhead kid who gets picked on at school uh gets the their last record and plays it backwards and he comes alive. He was the kid from Charles in Charge. Was he? I think I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> Scott Bale? No. No. His friend, like the chubby Oh, friend. okay. Uh and Skippy from Family Ties. <laughs> or maybe that's who maybe that's what I'm thinking of. And Dustin Radkies, so the outer limits. You mean like in reference to the oh to like for Hellraiser? I mean, Outer Limits is an anthology series, but it'd be like, yeah, but more of a constant through line of Hellraiser theme. Outer Limits with the box, and it just gets passed if it, on it, and on. Yeah, if it had something to do with Hellraiser every episode. Yeah. Yeah. What's in the box? Although I don't, maybe that's not a good idea, though, because anthology TV series don't do well. That's true. I feel like more serialized television series do better especially if it's coming from something like HBO or something where they could potentially put good writing and a budget behind it. Maybe an anthology series wouldn't be the way to go with that. Okay. I'm not sure what all these are in reference to, but I'm just going to (laughs) say Paul, Paul asks Tony Danza question mark. Angela coming up next with Cenobites. (laughs) How about Tony Danza with with Cenobites? Oh my. Who's the boss there? Yeah. What's the safe word? Come Whoa. to daddy. <gasps> Come to daddy. That's the best. Yeah. That's the best thing. It's so creepy. That movie is so creepy. That's why it's weird that you watch that when you're so young because it's not just like gory or like, uh, well, I guess Which gory. it is. It it's is. like <laughs> the really disturbing stuff is the weird filthy sexual creepiness to it. Everyone's dirty and like come to daddy. Yeah, that's gross, but it, he's wearing why he's does wearing he, her dad's skin? Come why on. does he <laughs> cut the back of the rat open and flip it open, the rat flap uh-huh. while the while she's having <laughs> sex with the husband guy? It's like oh. is it like that's a threat. Like I'm going to do that to him. I'm going to rat flap your husband. <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't like the fur. And, um, put the the lotion in the basket. Put the flap in the rat. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Uh, Matt says maybe use the box as the central character and how it moves through a horror filled timeline. Oh, Andrew has a good point here. Black Mirror did pretty darn good. You're right. You're right. And it can be done. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's your title. Yeah. Rat Flaps. <laughs> yes. Rat Flaps, the series yeah. coming to HBO. Title. Rat Flaps. <laughs> That's the title of the, oh, the show. <laughs> Hellraiser Rat Flaps. Rat Flaps. Be better than some, of the, some of the direct video titles that show's got. 
I watched one. I can't remember what it was, but I watched one on Netflix a while back. And it was one I'd never seen. And it was just not good. It was just very low grade. And was it the one in space? No, I've seen that one, though. I'm kind of surprised with the number of ones I've seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just wasn't good. And it's like they tried to like, there's this got to be this war between, the, you know, the the demons and the angels. And it's like, what? Yeah, and then at the end, Pinhead got restored life and he woke up in an alley as some bum, a human bum. And I'm like, I don't need to humanize Pinhead. You know what everybody's been asking for? It's a human pinhead without any pins in his head. That's what everybody's asking for. Every day I get up on the internet and I I type into my computer, what do people want? And they were like, human pinhead, no pins. What if we could have pins? That'd be like pins. That would be a horror for pinhead, don't you think? Yeah, but it set it up like that. Just put pins back in his head. Like, that's a dumb movie. Like, huh, how do I fix my problem of not having pins in my head? Maybe I should just put pins in my head. Well. And Andrew says, Rat Flaps is the name of my new band. Way better than Blood Witch. Ah, yeah, true. Awesome. True. Maybe they didn't make him human. Maybe they made him mortal. And how do I solve this problem that I have of, of rats that don't have flaps? Maybe I just need to put flaps in all my rats. The end. There's your movie. <laughs> what were you saying a moment ago i got just, his audio his audio got off sync and then i just Sorry. lost everything i don't know um, <laughs> he's going on about rat flaps i was saying no i was just talking about the the thing of of hellraiser being human and i said well if he wasn't human if he was immortal and was like one of those people that couldn't feel pain then that'd be like a hell for him oh yeah 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 that's all all right, I'm, like stuff like I'm done with news. Okay, done with news. <laughs> there was some other story, but I'm done with it. It wasn't interesting. Oh, no, it was something about there's going to be a prequel Transformers, but it's going to be a animated thing. So I'm like, well, that's kind of hmm. a misleading headline because most people, when they see that, are going to assume... Witwicky. I mean, the live-action movies haven't even had no Witwicky for a while. Oh, have I stopped watching them after kind of like, the first okay one. with that. That Witwicky anyways. That was a movie theater experience I could do without. We went and seen the second or third one with your nephew. I don't know. They were all the same to me. Oh, if you went and saw the second one. The second one's the worst one I've ever seen. I think that was. Was that the racist one? Yeah. Because the one we saw was the the racist one. It was the racist one. It was awful. Devastator with wrecking balls. Yes, that was the one. It's so bad. Yeah. Michael Bay, you suck. Yeah. You're super rich. People like to watch your movies, but I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh. Yep. There can only be there can be only one pinhead. I don't that makes me think we need a Mad Max Hell Hell Razor crossover. Yeah. Oh, but I was thinking to to enter one leaves, but he was doing Highlander. Yeah. Right. I take it back. Highlander, Mad Max Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Highlander and Hellraiser, but yeah. like in a Mad Max setting. Man, can you imagine Highlanders on those in those cars though? In the interceptor? That sounds kind of yeah. great. It does. Uh-huh. Actually, if you put Mad Max and Hellraiser together, you get Mandy. Because <laughs> those are the those are the uh those are so like they're 
acid tripped bikers, they're Cenobites, man. They're Cenobites yeah. on three wheeler, three wheelers and motorcycles. And they come to conches and stuff. Yeah. You blow on a, 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 a shell and it, it summons them. That's not acid. That's magic. Yeah. <laughs> Devil's That's magic. Uh, Andrew said Bumblebee movie was really good. That's what I keep hearing. I'm curious yeah, I liked about it. it. I liked it. I'm not, and he, uh, Matt shared the weird Twitch version of this like smiley face or whatever it is. <laughs> Maybe it's a shocked face. That's kind of horrifying. It, yeah, it, it is. It's say. very. Twitch has some weird things going on. It's almost a Cyberman. <gasps> I want a Cyberman emoji. Uh, oh, I can make it. I can make one for our Discord that I didn't have. Yes, yeah. it will be upgraded. Yes, coming soon to a Discord that nobody, including myself, is in. I've been playing games in there once in a while. Like when I play have games, you? when I play games, I play them on Discord. So if you guys are interested. You can watch me play Love Letter, which is super exciting. Play a card game. Oh, I kind of do want to watch you play that because I want to. I don't know how it works, so I want to oh. learn it. Oh yeah, well I maybe I'll announce it in the group. So you guys check out the Grogs Podcast Facebook group. Except Matt, he can't do that. Um, <laughs> and I'll announce. I'll announce when I'm going into the Discord. I don't know. I suppose I could somehow do that on Twitch as well, but I don't know if twitch needs a love letter stream i also wouldn't mind doing like a stream of uh oni rim that other one that i did on the puzzle puzzle game one because it's kind of a fun it's a solitaire game but it's got really cool artwork on all the cards it's got really weird like world building um aspect to it so paul what japanese friend i don't know which one's japanese sorry go ahead Oh, I was going to ask, are you going to do, you're going to continue the, uh, the Twitch streams for people? Yeah, I'm going to continue the Twitch streams. I don't know. What nights are you staying over this week? Uh, tonight. And then it would be Sunday night. Sunday night. Okay. Mm-hmm. So probably tomorrow night and Saturday, I'll be streaming Skyrim. Uh, n- not guaranteed, but most likely. Yeah. I'll probably, I'll be streaming Skyrim once, maybe twice this weekend. I might try to talk Melanie into playing something. I did get a new game called Framed that and I bought it specifically because it's kind of a casual, like easygoing game, but very Grolix appropriate. Let me see uh, if I can find you. And it was like I it was on sale for pretty cheap, so and so I might stream that sometime. Um it's kind of cool. It's a little puzzly, but also kind of like some of it seems like there's logic behind it, but behind it but it's some of it's kind of trial and error so let me jump forward basically it's the Ooh, story about cool. this like, spy guy yeah and then you gotta you start with the situation the first huh. frame set the last frame set and then you gotta kind of rearrange the frames to get him through the situation so it's pretty cool yeah that is cool it's like a storyboard game that's crazy yeah basically but i was like hey that's co- i've had it i've had it in my wish list for like a year and a half I was like, that's comic booky. That'd be good for a Grolic stream or something. So I'll probably play that at some point in time. It's real laid back. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I got two of them. Frame yeah, one. so for for the audio listeners, it's like you you twist a, a comic book panel so that your guy can like walk by mm-hmm. like the police officer without getting caught or that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, and then, yeah, I want to try to get Melanie 
in a situation like you know like this mm-hmm. play something it's just a matter of finding something that would be appealing right and engaging for both of us yeah um so yeah i'll be back on twitch before we push far too far off into promoing stuff and wrapping up melanie mm-hmm. what should people be amazed about um i had two things but i'm only going to do the one okay because yeah uh, but it, you, you should definitely be amazed. Um, so some astrophysicists were checking um, on some quasars, uh, some old ones, and real, realized that uh, elect, the electromagnetism constant that we use as a constant for physics and you know everything is not constant. It's different in different parts of the universe. Um, and people had kind of said that before. But they did, this was like a much more extensive study. So they found out that not only is it different, but it's different um, at, in a very um, distinct pattern. That means that the universe has a north and a south. So um, it's crazy. But not only that, uh, at the same time, independently and without knowledge of each other, another group of scientists that were uh, tracking x-rays found that they um, also had um, by, or what is it called? A dipole setup um, that matched the same spots as the electromagnetic ones. So the universe has poles. And that changes everything. So, mind blown! All of our physics are wrong and everything everything is different than we thought it was. Look at his face. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, how is that even possible to have poles on the universe? Doesn't the that universe, makes I know, it right? seems like the universe then is not infinite. Like the universe it, then has to have a an obvious stopping point. Like th- that's kind of I think what it implies. Yeah. What? <laughs> you blinded Matt with science again. I know, but it still has to go through. Um, uh, a bunch of peer review and all the stuff that science has to do before it's, you know, super official. But I mean, if two different people came up with the same thing at the same time and it's on different, you know, it, it seems pretty sure to me. Oh, I forgot. Never mind. I was going to make a joke about, oh, yeah, peer review. I feel like, like the mean? universe is now in a globe now and like we're all just uh-huh. in a in a snow globe inside of a snow globe. I feel like I'm well, in a Krampus movie. You're blowing all the minds. It might be, it might be uh, like, uh, what do you call it? A Taurus. Because that's what a lot of people thought anyway. And then, you know, that's kind of when you put magnets out, that's how they go. Is in a, like the top part is the positive and the bottom part is the negative. And then it goes mm-hmm. to Taurus. You would just suck in and then blow back out. Like a like if it were just a giant black hole sucking us in and then shooting us back out as a quasar. That could be what it is. I don't even know what you're talking about now. <laughs> My mind was blown before, but now <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. Sorry. So uh, Disney's Hercules is Greek. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Greek to me. Is that bad hitting us with the men in oh, black? It is. Blarp. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's my onomatopoeia for this episode. Blarp. So, hey, Jesse, what's new? You got anything coming up? Anything you want to leave people with? Mm, no, just there's bizarre stuff happening in the uh, in the Grolix podcast group over there on Facebook. Really weird stuff. I don't know. I feel I, I, I'm starting to worry that if episode right. 100 doesn't come out, even more bizarre stuff is going to start happening. And it's it's scary. 
Yep. It's kind of scary. I like, I like being scared. Uh, Let's see. What do we got going on? Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Grolix podcast or whatever it is. Or if you're on Twitch, Facebook.com slash Grolix podcast. Those are the big things I'm pushing right now. Um, GCU's on a break. Somebody there. We keep getting weird messages about Grolix 100. So I imagine that'll have to come out eventually. Uh, Check out that humble bundle. Is it Grolix podcast? dot com slash humble is that right humble yep and that will get you there super easy otherwise savannah i posted in what, the in the group savannah says watch what we do in the shadows i've never seen uh, there's a series right i've never seen the series i love the movie though mm-hmm. and everybody knows we like taiki wakiti tiki yeah right. yeah uh paul says strangers in the net i don't know what that is in reference to just beware strangers in the net mm-hmm <laughs> Um, but what if we are the strangers? I will have some oh, music coming. Monster out. Mash has a new episode, or not Monster Mash? Right. Uh, yeah, Monster Mash. Moose's Monster Mash, though, specifically that Monster Mash has a new episode. A bunch of cool episodes of of Moose's shows, and you should find those on electronicmediacollective.com. And a bull spit, which yeah. I don't recall if I've got that posted yet or not. I don't listen to podcasts really. So does it have uh, the Monster Mash song in the beginning? Or no, you could probably have to pay for that, huh? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Okay. He's got his own theme song. God, why is the EMC page website is loading so lightning fast? You should go there. So slow. <laughs> That's because you have slow internet. We've got podcasts for you. We got podcasts for days. There's over 4,000 podcast episodes on the podcast network. There's a lot. Uh, but yeah, most recently... On Moose's Monster Mash, he talked to the guy that played Grandpa Sawyer in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That that's horror royalty mm-hmm. for real. Uh, and I don't recall if I've. I think I've got Paul. Did I get your most recent uh, bull spit up there? No, not yet. Thundercats. Uh, I have that shirt to wear tomorrow. But he talked to Larry Kenny. Listen, play voices, voice guy. Lionel, Lionel's like the main character, man. Right. All right. We anybody else in the chat we want to promote? Hey, hey, here we go. Since this is never ending. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, yeah. We've got to. He's here. That's right. It's only appropriate. It's probably because I'm streaming. That's why it's so slow. Go to electronicmediacollective.com slash sixties dash reboot. And uh, listen to the most recent episode of 60s Reboot, and you'll hear a couple of familiar voices along with... Uh, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Along with Jerry the Gnome and a Mr. Matt. And that's a cute picture. Oh, I don't have the new bull spit up yet. Uh, Paul's has another episode of uh, bull spit with Moose or whatever. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Feeney. He talks oh, that kid. Mr. Feeney. What? I'm excited. I'm excited about Feeney. that. It's that principal. Yeah, principal okay. Feeney. What else? Did, but he was he was uh, like three big things. He was Feeney. He was Kit from Knight Rider, and I forget what else. I don't know. I'll figure it out later. Uh, the one other thing now now it occurred to me um, that uh, I also did on that 24 hour uh, thing. I did an art jam with a bunch of artists, and uh, so that was a thing. I think it was like part three of the stream. And so I don't know if that'll get stripped out and and put out as 
like an episodic type of thing. But uh, that was a lot of fun. I've never done anything like that. We 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 had prompts that we didn't know about in advance, and then boom, they hit us with the prompt, and then we would draw what we wanted. So I drew a Hanna Barbera car, uh, character of Captain Caveman, and then a Star Wars character of uh, Chewbacca. And that, so those were the two. And then the last one was like Tiger King. So I did Joe Exotic as Biggie, Biggie Smalls, <laughs> the crown. What? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Had to put All my right. spin on it. Mm-hmm. Anybody else got anything else? Nope. That's it. Like we pushed this into ridiculous. We sure did. We sure did. We all almost got to a second hour here, man. Oh, and, and Matt's talking about, I would go into it again, but at the beginning, towards the beginning of the stream, Matt, we talked about you and Patreon. So yeah. We and we thank you. That. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank yep. you, Matt. You're great. Yeah, but we expect everyone to start up again after the crisis <laughs> is over. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, if you've managed, if you managed to pay, stick with us through the, through the pandemic, uh, double your patronage. <laughs> <laughs> so we can keep StreamYard. That's why. Paul wants that sketch. All right. Mm-hmm. $300. <laughs> $300. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I, I was trying to overshoot. Maybe that's reasonable though. <laughs> <laughs> no, if someone else were drawing it. Yes. If I'm drawing $500. it, $500. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But we're talking Freddie Williams. Freddie Williams could probably ask a couple hundred dollars, but I am unplugged? not Freddie Williams. You're, I don't know. I feel like you're unplugged. You're under me. I mean, you stepped on my cord. Oh, well, which, why you why you put your cords under my feet? I didn't. Sorry, technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, Matt says I have a napkin sketch for sale for two dollars. That sounds totally reasonable. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's only one of those, right? It's one of a kind. I've got right there. Whole bunch of stuff you can have for free just because I had you need to sell that stuff. Nobody wants it, baby. You don't even know. I do. I went to a craft fair and I sold five things to the same person. That per- you have a fan. Well, that's because she sat right across from me and had to stare at him all day. Oh, <laughs> uh. there we go. I could put the sketch as a Patreon uh thing for any new $200. patrons. I mean, Any new I patron know. at our new three hundred dollar tier. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. No, we've talked about. Uh, we'll talk about it more. Melanie's got all kinds of stuff. I I have a painting that I probably should send Matt, and that was decided upon long before he became a patron. So we're not good at sending things. Yeah, I made a response card that took two years to get sent. That was a Roman podcast card. Thank you card for them. Yeah, it did. Hey. Let's end this, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah, All let's right. end this. Because you're gonna Thanks, have to. Everybody. Now you're gonna have to edit the end. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm not editing, Jack. It's going up as is. I might even make it longer. I'm gonna stretch it oh, out. Oh, awesome! You guys are so welcome. So lucky. Don't do that. I I can. They, <laughs> they can't see, see you. We're right. just we're just delaying the inevitable. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a good evening. Bye. Oh, Bye. Paul asked Melanie what you got to sell. <laughs> paint she she pumps out paintings they are taking over you can't see them now but you they take over my house yeah there, she did a swampy painting it's up there i think i posted about it on patreon back in the day actually um it's great maybe we'll show you next time okay next time bye bye
Thank you for listening to Grawlix Nights, our special weekly live Grawlix podcast series. If you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out grawlixpodcast.com slash live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on facebook.com slash grawlixpodcast.